Good morning. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. Your ticket to your best life with your host, author, Kathy Anello and artist, Tim Poma. Good morning. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. Uh, I think I'm just all of a sudden I got so shy because we're trying a new platform way of recording. And I know that this is actually video recording me. And you guys know I'm the shyest person. So good morning to my co-host, Tim Poma. Good and morning. I am here with you, with him today. And we're going to be diving right back into our conversation from last week, which was so powerful for me um, on the word, on the power of the word and being impeccable with your word after kind of doing that show really kind of for me, I was like, every time I had self-talk, I really had to back myself off the corner, the ledge where it was bad self-talk. And then going into this week's where I was realizing that everything that anybody says has nothing to do with what they say <laughs> and everything to do with what I feel about myself. So it's just been with on this particular subject that we're talking about, it's just been really eye-opening and lovely. But side note, uh, how was your weekend? Oh, my weekend was great. I uh, worked a lot at Mama's Medicinals. I'm helping my lovely lady set up to go to Hawaii. So <gasps> we to a conference. So that'll be nice. It'll be my first vacation in a minute. Um, Wait, so you're going with her to Hawaii? Yeah. When are you guys leaving? Oh my We're God. I'm so leaving excited. November 28th and we get back on the 6th. So we'll be gone for a little bit. Um, but it's great. We're doing a Live Love Spa um, conference and she will be able to hopefully get into a bunch of places in Maui, which will be super helpful. I really love this for you so, so much. Yeah. It's great. I'm also going on vacation. I'm leaving Saturday. Uh, Southern California, happy place, detour at the boyfriend's on the way down. And uh, we're going to just, have, and then he's going to come and see me in LA for my birthday weekend. And so I'm going to be gone for like 10 days. And I'm just so happy about the thought. It's always a lot when you're going on vacation, you know, like all of a sudden I'm like, I got five days. I got so much to do. I want to do this, that. I've moved into my office. I'm getting it settled. And all these things are going on. Now tonight I'm like laundry. And you have all these things to do to prep, to leave and go on vacation. And then you get there. But I was like nine days of just family, son, fun, love, happiness, Thanksgiving, gratitude, you know, all the things that come with the end of November and for you and also into the early December where it's the Christmas season and all the joy that those even sparkly lights can bring you, you know? So I want to just encourage all of our best life listeners to really just for the next two weeks, kind of really embrace uh, the the season and the season of, of just joy that's coming. Even in the midst of a lot of strife in the world, I think that our, we only have the ability to have our personal joy in our personal lives uh, right now because other things are just out of our control. And even thinking about them or discussing them is just, you know, I mean, I understand the passionate people. This is no judgment on 
protesting or anything for what you believe in, but I just would love to encourage people to just really stay in your circle and really appreciate what you have and what the people that you have in your life in the next seven weeks. And if you really dig deep enough to really say, God, this is so great. And I really have this and let that be your mindset and not let the negativity come in. You're going to have such a happy time. I promise. I agree 100%. And you know, <laughs> on, on that note, like I absolutely love Thanksgiving. It is my favorite, favorite day. I feel like it's the one where it's not necessarily about commercialism. It's about bringing the family together and coming together in gratitude and uh, enjoying each other's company. And there's no yeah. presents involved. It's just good food. Well, hopefully good food. I don't know how your guys' family cooks, but mine does good. <laughs> Uh, good food. You know everybody's cooking a good meal. I I have no doubt. Uh, oh yeah. I, even and 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 even people who are less fortunate, there's opportunities for free food. There's a places to go where you can eat, and I encourage everyone to uh, reach out to those people that you know are less fortunate than you. Even if it's just one person this year, to give your heart something to sing about, because I know that when you are giving, it is just as probably better than getting. I mean, if you really think about it, when you're giving, like nothing feels better than that. You know, maybe some Absolutely. other things out there in the universe, but <laughs> probably won't go there. I remember I'm on camera. So anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, that's what I think. I think that giving um, is a lovely thing to feel for myself and I, I know for other people. So here we are. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving to everybody because this will probably come out right next week, right before Thanksgiving. And so uh, I'm grateful for all of our listeners. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for the time that I get to live my dream through this podcast. And yeah, yeah. here for it. I love this. I love it. I'm, no, I'm, we're all machines. I love it. <laughs> So, uh, you know, speaking of um, the impeccable with your word, I feel like last week I did a fairly good job keeping myself on track. Um, I got tangled up in some other people's drama and mm. it was very interesting to me because someone made a statement about someone on social media and the bandwagon people that got a, on board were insane. And like offering death threats and stuff like that. And I, was, and I made a statement saying, you know, maybe you should figure out both sides of the story before you, you know, like judge or, you know, like this, this is just one sided. Like, what do you what is everyone jumping on this? So anyways, um, but then I found myself like taking things personally at some of the comments where I was a complicit fuck piece of puke and i was like whoa dude oh I, I'm wow just you really got it take take in consideration the possibility that there's another truth out there than this truth and it's you know it's so interesting and so um i did because i am in the process of reading through this book my like taking it personally i took it personal for a second and then i let it go i just washed it away like that's not me. That's this person's problem. Yes. And it's so, it was, you know, like this book, I forgot how amazing this book was. I agree a hundred percent. And I'm so glad that we're going through it on the show. I mean, man, I've, I've like, it's just really helped a lot. So, you know, this week we're going to talk about not taking anything personally, which is a challenge and a half sometimes. 
it, it so is. And one of the things that you said, um, it, one of the things that I read that was coming up for you is that it said, nothing that anyone thinks about me is really about me. It's about them. And, and then controversially, um, if you are taking it personal, then it's something about you that you think about yourself. Okay. So the dichotomy of those two things, but when you were talking and you were able to shake it off, not a Taylor quote for me, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, it's, it's just that it's about you when you separate those two things and say, wow, them calling me a puke, which is the most vile thing I can hear. Like, how dare anyone say that? Or how dare people, and and what makes people have to get that out of their system in a way on social media, most particularly, that they have to do that to feel better about themselves. And so I'm just like, when I'm hearing this, I'm thinking, what is it internally that makes a human being have to even do something to make me take it personal? That's one side of it. Like I was just sitting here thinking, wow, like, what makes a person tick like that? I've known people who have said really mean things to people. I've had really mean things said to myself. I've probably said mean things to other people. <laughs> so oh, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, no one's immune here. And uh, so then when I dissected that more to this was about me. And so if you had believed and bought in, then that means you're thinking inside, I'm just a fucking puke. Like, that's it. And, and I totally don't think that. And, right. also, you know, I always come back to the, the term hurt people, hurt people. And I think that that is really what it, we're dealing with in this particular chapter um, is that when we hear something and it is said towards us, like you pretty much already said it, right? Like it's something that we internalize. And if we are good a mental sound mind and know our worth and all all the the value that we hold in ourselves then people can't affect us like that where like you know you're a good person you know you're you look good you know you know you mean well you know all these things and it helps to have a really good foundational uh knowing inside i feel like that's the first part of um, as Don Miguel Ruiz calls it, the matote, which is the chaotic chatter in the brain, the incessant conversation that always continues, whether we want it to or not. And getting a hold of that is really the key to to not taking things personal. So, yes, and I'm stuck on hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, because because and 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 I I agree that it's like if if I'm being touched by a word that you say, it's because probably I have a wound somewhere. I mean, we we can go back to that whole inner child conversation that somewhere I'm being triggered that what your words are saying have touched something right inside of me. And so then now I'm going to take it personal. I'm going to personalize it. But hurt people hurting people. I really had to come to terms with how I could dissect that because part of me thinks it's giving people a pass for behavior that they have control over changing. And so even though I can be compassionate to a hurt person, I had to get to a place where I thought, no, accountability is important 
when you're hurting somebody because because of this book, it brings it back to me saying, if I'm hurting somebody, then it's about me and it isn't about them. And I need, I'm the one who has to change that behavior. So I, I always thought hurt people, hurt people, gives people a pass to hurt. And that's only because I really had to dig deep in that situation. Anyone who knows the history for me, but uh, it also made me look at if I'm going to hurt somebody, I'm going to think really fucking hard about it before I do it. Absolutely. I mean, like, it just goes back to the word, right? Like taking stock of the things that we say, is it building someone up or is it tearing someone down? And even in the book, uh, he talks about how if someone says, oh, you're a wonderful person. Right. And it's like, that doesn't matter. It's someone else's opinion about you. And is it for their benefit to say that? Or is it for your benefit to say that? And I think it boils down to going back to what I was saying earlier is how you feel about yourself. And you know what? Today I'm feeling pretty good. I'm gonna dust these shoulders off. Um, and you know, I don't I don't wanna make it seem like I'm giving anyone a free pass uh, about hurt people, hurting people. Because <laughs> I of course I'm gonna challenge that. You know me. I, I like would never ever allow like that's it's not okay to behave in such a manner necessarily, you know, like. I get it. We get in these heat of the moment, passionate stances yeah. Yeah. and we, we feel like we have to protect ourselves or stand up for our thought process, which he talks about in the book is that we're holding a line to the way we were taught, what we understand. And when we hold that line, um, it, it can be a detriment to ourselves because, or to others depending on if they're taking it personally or not. (laughs) And uh, I really, I I mean, when I, I listened to it several times and I kept coming back to like getting your mind right about how you feel about yourself and understanding that if you get that peace, that inner peace, that self talk on point, no one can harm you. The words that people say, they, the poison that they're spewing will not infect you because you're immune to that hell, so to speak, uh, all because you are at a good place within yourself. And this goes back to like controlling that metote, which is getting that judging self to silence. Or if it is heard, not paying attention to it. Don't listen to it because you know you're a good person. You know these these aspects of yourself. So, yeah, this was a this was a good uh, chapter, I would say. <laughs> I love this right conversation, time. and I'm so impressed that you can say matote or whatever the heck that is. I'm just like, oh, I love that you can say that because you know me. I'm with words, but <laughs> which is ironic for this conversation. I, I love but that one word. of the. <laughs> one of the things that you were saying is that if you know if someone tells you how wonderful you are. Um, most people, myself included, still working on a work in progress on this, or they tell you you're beautiful or, you know, that you don't really believe that about yourself. If you don't really believe that about yourself, you have a hard time actually taking it personal in the way that 
I know I'm wonderful. I know I'm beautiful. Thank you. You know, like, thank you for seeing who I really am. And most of us can't show up that way because of our insecurities, because of words that other people have told us, like, you know, per last week's conversation. And so it's like, if you can get to the mindset where you know yourself so well, wonderful, beautiful, you know, ugly today, whatever it is that, you know, you know, I'll often like someone will say, Oh, you want to do something? I'm like, I'm totally shabby Abby today. Like this is not, you know, and I know my, like today is actually a shabby Abby day, hair in a braid, sweatshirt, sweats. And, and I love those days, especially rainy days. So like, I woke up, I was just like, Oh, it's raining. I'm going total shabby Abby. Or so I believe that about myself all day, that this is my mood. This is my vibe. And if somebody walks in and says to me, is this really how you dress going to work? Let's just say somebody says that because that has crossed through my mind sometimes when I go out shabby abby to work, even though I'm self-employed. But if someone says that to me, instead of me thinking, oh, my God, I should go home and change because I'm just like, yep, my shabby abby vibe, you know. And so there's (laughs) there is a lot of I give a lot of respect to people that just don't care and it's not that you don't care necessarily it's that you're you're unaffected by what other people are going to say or do uh when they see you wearing your shabby abby you know swag (laughs) and if if you're immune to that judgment and criticism uh you're you're way better off than most people would be you know because you're a being yourself you're comfy, you're warm, you know, you're all the things that you want to be. And by not allowing someone to like infiltrate that inner space, that inner sanctum of peace that you have for yourself, you're winning. Yeah. And I think if you can get to that place of confidence about yourself, then all of that other gossip or slander or anything that somebody says to you, you know, um, you can become immune to that where you're just like, cool. Like, I, I understand that's how you feel about me. You know, I have a a friend that sometimes is difficult because she thinks she knows me better than I know myself. And so we'll often, um, foresight things that I'm going to do or say, or be, or, and, and I'm thinking to myself, do you even know me? You know, because, but that is her perception based probably on history with me and knowing that knowing parts of me that I don't even know myself. And so I was just like, oh, wow, that's so crazy. Like to think about uh, if I was to let that affect me and act a different way because her projection of what I will or will not do. And what it really did for me was pull me back into myself and think I'm going to I get to do what I want to do. And I don't get to care what any I don't have to care what anyone else is saying, what anyone else is thinking. I get to just be me and I don't owe anybody an explanation for how I'm living my life right now, not anybody. And if you get, get to that kind of freedom, like it's badass, and, and it's taken me, we won't go to the age card, but damn, it's taken me a long time to get here. Like for real. Well, I mean, we're constantly digging, right? Like hopefully uh, the, you know, I, we started a thing last week where we asked a question and I had a question that was <gasps> pertaining to the book. Okay. Um, and it's how do you navigate the balance between being open to constructive criticism and feedback while also not taking things personal in order to maintain your personal inner peace? 
Wow. Where's the transcript? (laughs) (laughs) I wrote it down because I didn't want to lose it. Okay. I need you. I, I am this girl. I need you to repeat it. Okay. So how do we navigate the balance between being open to constructive criticism and feedback while also not taking things personal in order to maintain our inner peace? Okay. Okay. So number one, constructive criticism. Constructive criticism Constructive yeah. criticism can almost always go to a place of taking it personal. This is from experience. I have many times had someone say, well, da-da-da-da-da, you do this or you, you do it this way, and I really don't understand why you're doing it this way, and it would be so much easier if you did it this way. And I'll be like, what's wrong with the way I do it? What's wrong with the way that I, my workflow, how come you don't like the placement of my computer on my desk? What I had a guy the other day come in my office, my brand new office, and he's sitting there and he's up. Yeah, the lighting, you know, it's a little medicinal. Like, I think you need a little warmer vibe. And I was like, and, and <laughs> <laughs> laughing because, you know, I had to contain myself in the moment and not take it personal. And I was like, oh. Noted, you know, like, okay, but every day and oh, fuck it. This is so funny. Every day since then, I'm like looking at the light thinking, wow, do I look gray in this light? Like what's happening here? And so you can see how the smallest little constructive criticism can actually impact you. And then the other side of that question was, was say the other side now. Um, so well, so not take things personal in order to maintain your inner peace. Right. So there it is. You saw my inner flunk. My inner conflict began when he told me the lighting wasn't good in my in my new office. I needed a warmer vibe. And, you know, I didn't want to look like an IRS agent considering I do taxes. So <laughs> I took it personal. Now that I'm like walking through this conversation, I did take it personal in the way that I felt I had to change that to make it happier for other people which would be disturbing my piece because my piece would be, I need to just unload these file boxes. I don't give a flying F about the lighting right now. I need my organization and and I should have just like let that go by me, but it didn't. And so I, I just think it's so interesting to maintain the peace and balance in myself when somebody comes at me would be to really understand that that has more to do with him than it does with me. And he's sitting in lighting that made him uncomfortable. This is such a fucking crazy example, but it worked. It's perfect. Uh, right. Like, and it's a true story. And he is so uncomfortable in that lighting, maybe looking at me, maybe that triggers, maybe he was in a hospital. I don't know. Maybe he sat in an IRS office and felt that coldness at some point. Uh, but it was, it's like, not about me. Wasn't about my lights. Wasn't about my new office. It was about how he was feeling in that moment. So I think to maintain per- perfect balance, you have to feel that moment where you're like, "Ooh, this is that place where if I take it personal, it's going to disturb my peace." It's a really hard place to keep conscious in your mind, obviously. But maybe through this conversation or listening to this or me saying it out loud, people might, you know, somehow think, "Is this worth my peace?" It's not. Let it go. Cancel. 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 Like I watched this Instagram video this morning where a dad was telling his kid, um, his kid was doing his homework and he was having, you know, negative self-talk about he was dumb and he couldn't do it. And he's like, okay, whoa, 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 hold it right there. He said, right now, I want you to say, 
I take those words back, cancel, cancel, cancel. And this little nine-year-old, seven-year-old kids, like I take these words back, cancel, cancel, cancel. Take these words back, cancel, cancel, cancel. And what that was teaching him was that words have power at the age of nine. And if we can teach every person at the age of nine, six, seven, eight, even three, four, that words have so much power to how other people's day might even go. I mean, literally how another person's day might go. So to maintain the peace, I think constructive criticism is so important. And if you can be objective, for with yourself and know that other people are coming from a place that's inside of them. And then someone walks in and says, wow, I think your computer would look great over here. And you move your computer and you go, let me try that on for a day and take the constructive criticism, but don't take it personal. If you want to move that computer back to this side, like be like, cool, this is who I am. I think it's actually a good process to have somebody constructively criticize you and you get to go through the process of how do I keep this about me? Yeah, absolutely. And not worry about them necessarily, like just taking it in, you know, as as an artist, I deal with a lot of people uh, interjecting on how they feel about what my work means to them, or how it looks or what they don't like about it. And I'll tell you what, it's so interesting, because there was one time I had painted this piece that everybody loved, everyone loved it. But there's this one guy that came in and was like, this just looks like more of your old stuff. And I was like, what? And guess what stuck with me? Not all the 12 builders, the one destroyer. And it took a long time to let go. Because as you know, as a as an artist, you're always putting yourself out there. You're under scrutiny, you know, like art critics, they're not artists, they just people that judge other people's stuff. Music critics, same thing. Like they they're not musicians. If they were, they they probably wouldn't judge so harshly on everything but it's so allowing that like knowing your worth right finding your value finding your center i'm an artist i'm okay with other people uh thinking what they want to think because it's 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 their ideas that are based on old beliefs or old thoughts that they were raised with and i don't have to take it in and i think that you know, for keeping that balance in myself is I, I do take things personally. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm I really want to work at not taking things personally. And so, you know, as we unpack and unfold this these lessons and the four agreements. So good. It's so good. Um, we'll continue to grow with this. And I hope that the audience also continues to grow uh with us in this fashion. Um, because there are some really great lessons in this book. Um, well, just to change your daily life in, in ways that, uh, like, like life right now is, for me, so good. Like, I'm so pretty much happy all the time. And I, and I know that, you know, feeling love, feelings have a lot to do with that. It always will for anybody. But it's more than that, because feeling joyful, loving feelings and, and having a joyful, loving time with another human being opens up that for all the other joyful, loving things. And it's like, if you, it's like, if you show up one way in your life, it's going to show up in all the ways. If things are good, then everything's good. When things are bad, that's where that domino effect always comes in. And you're like, like the, I used to call it Kim Bauer syndrome. I know I'm aging myself, but if you ever watched the show 24, it was like his daughter would, you know, go to the store 
and uh, the store would be armed robbed. So she would be held captive and then she'd be in the back held in captive and she escapes and there's a mountain lion facing her and then she <laughs> gets away from the mountain lion and she climbs up a hill and slides all the way down the hill and now she's, no one, you know, like it was like tumble, 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 tumble. But that's the same thing with good. It can tumble the other way. And so if you allow good joy you feel good about yourself you feel like you're having a wonderful day you feel like no matter what comes at you you're gonna slay it you're good it does change your life so bit by bit slowly but surely by practicing these practices and always kind of remembering that joy and gratitude is the key to the to the happy to the happy life uh so the only other thing i wanted to say is that when you were talking about taking it personal is i got wonderful reviews on my book on Amazon. Like I got about, you know, not very many, but maybe 25 really good reviews. And one person, <laughs> one person came in and was like, writer, da, 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 blah, 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 blah. do you think I've thought about the other 24 reviews? No, Ever? never. Only, always the one, always the one. And so I also want to tell people that really think before you, criticize somebody's work because we are all just self-creators especially if you're an artist a writer a song creator you know you you sing or whatever it is that you do that comes from the body and is just a self-creation be gentle with people be gentle give them if you don't want to give them a review like if you don't want to review this podcast we're good but if you have something nice to say out there this podcast. yeah no if you don't have anything nice to say don't say it at all we're good yeah that's we're it good. that's what my mom taught me and you know what i think that that's a great way to end the show right there yeah that's it so that's <laughs> it you guys there's the lesson best life cafe advice for the day if you don't have anything nice to say just don't say anything at all i feel like everybody's mom taught them that because i'm pretty sure my mom said that too yeah and i'm sure you said it as well so god yes for sure yeah. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Happy Thanksgiving to you. I'll be gone. You'll be gone. We will, we'll talk and reconnect, but yes, this has been a lovely, uh, really lovely lesson. And I'm really grateful for what we're going through right now. Yeah. All levels, all levels. Much love, many blessings out there to the wonderful listeners and the audience. We appreciate you and uh, just sending lots of loves and hugs. We'll see you on the flip side. Peace.